What's up, water boy? We're back with another one. We're doing it. We're doing the thing, and it's going to be awesome. So basically, what we're doing here is we're going to do a rookie mock draft, uh, one round because screw second round picks. <laughs> yeah, really though, I don't. I don't usually like using second round picks. Honestly, most of the value is in the first six picks. That's where you get the best players. After that, it's really a dart throw in my opinion. But Either way, we're going to do uh, a mock draft, and it's going to be awesome. And these landing spots are getting some people's panties in a bunch, you know? They're all, they're all, uh, they're all getting a little a little triggered. They're like, oh my gosh, Brees Hall to the Jets, he's dead. It's like, no oh man, no man, it's not, you're fine, okay? So, that's what we're going to do. It's going to be awesome, and you're going to love it, and you're going to watch it, and you're going to... Okay, um... So, I'm going to introduce my lovely co-host, Mr. VV22. What's up, guys? Back again for the mock draft. Oh, yeah. Man, That's how it is. Nuts draft this was. I also just wanted to point out Sam Howell just went to Washington. We're, oh, really? We're recording, yeah. We're recording this as day three is going on. So, like, oh, wow. sorry if there's an insane day three landing spot that we won't get oh, to in round it. one. <laughs> No, I doubt it. We yeah, <laughs> all I, the good, I, all the mm-hmm. all the round one players are they've already gone. Any if anybody went in day three, they're not going to be a round one player for me. Yeah, yeah, that's just a fact. I'd agree because draft capital is king. You know, it's just it's just like if if a player doesn't get draft capital, then what are you doing? You know, right? Yeah, <laughs> like Sam Howell just, at, at pick one forty four in the fifth round. Yeah, no, yeah. thank you. No, thank you. Like Isaiah Spiller in the fourth, he's he's Oof. not even. I'm not even rough. thinking of taking yeah. him anymore. To the Chargers, you know, I'm not mm-hmm. not even thinking of it. You know, the thing is, uh, there's a few landing spots where I'm not gonna like it, but usually landing spot doesn't matter. Like if mm-hmm. if a running back went to Tennessee, then one did actually. Hassan Haskins went to Tennessee, but oh, interesting. In the fourth. Huh. Oh yeah. Yeah, it's wow. it's interesting. So I haven't heard much buzz about him, so I don't really know about his on. I thought he might have went. I, I thought he might go undrafted, but no. Yeah. Oh, Khalil Shakir went to Buffalo. Oh, let's go! I love Khalil Shakir. Oh, <laughs> oh man, nah. Okay, I need to. I need to. <laughs> I was looking on Twitter and Malik Willis. Oh no, nah, I'm not even gonna try to describe it. This is an audio podcast. There's gonna be no video for this. Um, <laughs> so, um, either way, I think we're gonna get started now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'll take the first pick, uh, and we'll yep. alternate. Cool. I'll get the uh, the odds, and you get the evens. Awesome. So, Just so like you know, we're, <laughs> yeah, we're gonna we're gonna do it. So, 101 first pick. I think that this is a pretty easy one. I. Th- I think at least I don't think that there's anybody that should be in the in the 101 conversation other than Brees Hall. It's mm-hmm. just yep. he, he's an elite prospect, you know, elite analytical profile. Mm-hmm. Great draft capital. It's just it's all there for him. And honestly, the second round is the new first round for running backs. It's like if they get if they get top 50 draft capital, then you know, that's yeah. that's elite. And with Brees Hall, he has that that upside as a receiver. 
really, really good player. That's all you need to yeah. know, man. It's like he's, oh my God. Yeah. Like, he's by far the best running back in this class. It's not mm-hmm. close for me. Yeah. Like, Kenneth Walker's a great runner. I think Kenneth Walker might be a better runner than Brees Hall. Mm-hmm. But I, yeah, I'd agree. The, just all around, though, I think that Brees Hall is special. Yeah. Just special. Mm-hmm. Um, so Brees Hall at the 101, there shouldn't be too much argument. And I'm seeing people already just fucking like, you know, oh, he's on the Jets. He's going to die. Yeah. No, oh, as a Jets fan, it, that makes no sense. Uh, he He's just so good. And the Jets traded up to get him. They want him. They will feed him. It does not matter. For a running back, it really does not matter what team you're on. As long as, like, like I mean, let's take a look at, I don't know, who, who's a good <coughs> example of this? Like, I don't even know. But, like, like for running back, it's, like, it, it's not a big factor what, what team you're on. It's just a matter of the touches. workload you're going to get. Touches. Touches. Mm-hmm. Touches. Yep. That's all you need. All you need is a workload, and you're good. It doesn't matter if your team is good. I don't know if the Jets are going to be good or not. Right. I don't care if the Jets yeah. are going to be good or not. I don't. It's mm-hmm. just that Brees Hall got drafted in the top 50, yeah. and he's going to get a workload. Mm-hmm. And that's yeah, all there is I mean, to it. it. Brees Hall has had like Jonathan Taylor-type comparisons. He he will be successful in this league, and he's well worth the 101 pick. I, I don't think there should just, be any debate. Oh, man. And I don't think you should be trading out of the 101 either. Mm-hmm. It's like th- this. It's just, you know, I'm open to offers because I have the 101 in Waterboy, but um it's just you know don't pass on a absolutely elite running back prospect and that's what he is people are crapping on this draft class but Brees hall is the one elite thing about this fantasy draft class he is elite that's just that's that's just it and Mm -hmm. um I want to see his comp on, yeah. See his his comp on player profiler is Jonathan Taylor. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I honestly that makes Andy perfect sense. Andy has the pass catching. Mm-hmm. Like man, no, I'm I'm all set, man. I'm just I'm gonna take Brees Hall here. Yeah. Just bam, bam. Thank you, man. We're all set. And now I'm gonna pass it on to you with the 102. So the 102, it really comes down to two players. Um. And I think I have to go with Kenneth Walker. I mean, yeah. the dude is just, he is so good. He, he mm-hmm. is just like an incredible player. Um, and, and the Seahawks, I like, again, I don't think it's ideal landing spot. Like, of course, I would have really? loved to see him in Buffalo. Or you don't like, think that's ideal? Well, no, I don't. I, I think that the Seahawks, mm. I don't know what the, I, I don't think, I think it's, I don't think it's ideal because I really don't know what they're going to do this year. Um, I, I think I know. But, I mean, this clears it up a little bit because I think they're going to just feed Kenneth Walker um, instead of having Drew Locke pass the ball, even though they have these, like, alpha receivers in Tyler Lockett and DK Metcalf. But <laughs> I I think Kenneth Walker just has to be the pick here. I he He's not going to get as much receiving work in Seattle just like he did at Michigan State. However... He will get fed in carries, and I think we could be yeah. seeing like like a all pro type player out of Kenneth Walker in Seattle. I can see it. I think that Kenneth Walker has a very high. I think Kenneth Walker and Brees Hall have very similar ceilings NFL yeah. wise, mm-hmm. 
but fantasy wise, I just think that Brees Hall has that extra tier of yeah. upside. I um, agree. Yeah, and and honestly, I think they have the same floor. Yeah, I I just don't think. I don't know, man. But the thing with the Seahawks, I know I said landing spot doesn't matter, mm-hmm. but you know this is a good you know landing spot because yeah. have you seen what they do? You know, like they right. they fed Rashad Penny last year. They yeah, did, right, and right. then before mm-hmm. that, they were feeding well, not feeding, but Chris Carson got injured. But they like to have a workhorse. They're one of the few teams. In the NFL, like Pete Carroll is the one of the few coaches in the NFL that loves having a workhorse running back. Mm-hmm. I think we could be seeing Marshawn Lynch 2.0 in Kenneth Walker. Like, and and I know that's kind of crazy to say, but like, because Marshawn Lynch is obviously like one of the best running backs of the 2010s. But I, yeah. I just I I think Kenneth Walker definitely has the potential, and Seattle will definitely unlock that potential for him to be that Marshawn Lynch type player for them. Like the player where they build their offense around him, and and yeah. kind of he leads them to a Super Bowl. I mean, I again probably sure. not going to yeah, have a true <laughs> lock there, but like like you need a good quarterback as well, um, obviously, and and that great defense that they had back in 2012. But um, I think it'll come. Yeah, it'll come eventually. But mm-hmm. quarterback doesn't really matter for him specifically. Yeah, right, um, because he's not as much as a receiver. Yeah, but I really, really like. Oh man, Kenneth Walker is so fun to watch. I I'm gonna enjoy the crap out of him in the NFL. He oh, is yeah. gonna be no. such a fun yeah. player. Mm-hmm. Yep. Just oh my god, the burst. He just oh man, I I absolutely love Kenneth Walker. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, it's it's great. And if you have the 102. You know, I see people fading the 102. They're like, oh my gosh, I'm yeah. going to have to take Kenneth Walker. He can't catch the ball. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. It's, oh, it's stupid. Yeah, People are saying like, oh, the 102 and the 107 are valued the same ex- at, at the same exact nah, price. It's, they're really not. I mean, I, well, I'd rather have I guess... Kenneth Walker than like, I don't know, Chris Olave. Yeah. But I guess I guess you can say that like maybe the 102 to the 105 maybe is similar because I think mm-hmm. that um I would I I could see a few players at the 102 but I I you know with the positional scarcity I just think that you got to take the running back here. Yeah, and and I think this pick also locks up the fact that they won't be taking a running back for like early for like at least a good two years unless Kenneth Walker is absolutely terrible which won't happen but unless he's like like god awful they won't be taking a running back for for another two years ish yeah and um it's it's pretty much like Kenneth Walker and uh Brees Hall have very similar uh draft capital you know it's uh they're Uh both top of the second round both top 50 picks Mm -hmm. it's a it's a big plus for both of them Mm -hmm. and i actually low-key i was i thought that kenneth walker to the seahawks was a perfect fit like Mm -hmm. all through draft season he was actually one of the i thought that 
him to the Seahawks would have been a really cool fit. And I think, you know, now we have it and I'm excited for it. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I was looking on player profiler and, uh, they're actually very similar body types, except Kenneth Walker's like two inches shorter, but yeah. same, same weight, you know, same, pretty much similar BMI, uh, Kenneth Walker's five nine two eleven, and Marshawn Lynch's five eleven two fifteen. I think, mm-hmm. um, or was I bet Marshawn Lynch with all them Skittles probably got fat in, in retirement, but <laughs> yeah, it's, he was. Um, but yeah, I love 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 this pick. It basically, any of these top four or five picks this is the top tier of players that you're mm-hmm. going to want to get. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Hold on to these picks because people are still going to be screaming that this is a bad draft class. Yeah. And then you're going to, then you're going to escape with like a stud like Kenneth Walker, or Brees Hall. I mean, people know Brees Hall's a stud, but it's like Kenneth Walker or, or Jameson Williams <laughs> or Garrett Wilson. Like, like people, people will still be saying, Oh my gosh, bad landing spot, whatever. Like it, Throw throw all that out the window. You will be getting a good player in these top five picks. I I like almost guaranteed. Yeah, for sure. Um, but yeah, if if you well, actually, you know what? I have one more thing to say about Mister Kenneth Walker and Mister Brees Hall, really, um, because people are underrating these running backs. They think that like the the narrative around this class is that it's trash and that's true. Overall, this class is pretty trash, but the fantasy options are pretty freaking good. Yeah. Like we have we have two high draft capital running backs. We have three no. How many how many receivers with top 15 16 it top, was like top eighteen. Four? We had six receivers. Top fifteen, yeah, four. Um, yeah, but, but top twenty, top eighteen, like like we had six receivers go before the top eighteen. Yeah, that's crazy. How is this class bad? How? Yeah. Just yeah, right. No, I it's it's strong I, I can't suit buy is receiver, it. which means it's strong suit is for fantasy. Yeah, just because this is a trash like real life draft class doesn't yeah. mean it's a trash fantasy draft class. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, now me with uh with the uh, third pick, right? Um, yep. I'm gonna take Mister Garrett Wilson. Oh, Garrett freaking Wilson. Okay. Gosh, you, I was just I was so gonna take him at the 104. I was so like, yep, so gonna take Garrett him. Wilson. Yep. I he's my wide receiver one. Um, yep. Yep. The draft capital's great, mm-hmm. um, and really, he's just the safest receiver here. Uh, yeah. And I'm not the biggest Drake London guy, honestly, and I'm not a huge fan. Like, you know, when when the pick was announced, I was like, "This is a dub," but is it really? I'm not sure. I like the landing spot here um, for Drake London because. Yeah, draft capital is yeah, good, but yeah. I mean, I know I Neither. I know I just said I know I just said yeah. landing spot doesn't matter, but man, it does for receivers. It's like um, it, it's it's when, questionable why the Falcons would pass on Garrett Wilson and Jameson Williams and and even Chris Olave, even though I don't think he's worth eighth overall. Um, yeah, for, no. for Drake London, since since they have they can ha- they can have a Drake London type player in Kyle Pitts, but like that that's like. 
uh, I'm I'll get more into that when when Drake London comes around because I I mean yeah yeah I I definitely understand Garrett Wilson over Drake London. I I had Garrett I, Wilson above Drake London pre-draft. I have Garrett Wilson above Drake London post-draft. Yeah, me too. This isn't like a pure landing spot thing. I had him over over Drake London earlier. I just think that that yeah. Drake London is not a scheme and you know landing spot agnostic player like these other receivers are. Mm-hmm. I think that all these other receivers could do, t- could play well anywhere, but yeah. Drake London is not one of those guys. Mm-hmm. I think he needs a good quarterback who can get him the ball. Um and he needs a he needs a coaching staff that's willing to use him in the slot because I don't think he's an outside receiver unless he's used in a really specific role. Um, I think he's a big slot if I'm being honest. Yeah. And that's like, that's like, a people, people aren't really, they don't want to hear that the six, the six, four slot receiver, but, but like, man, I, I just think that Drake London is too slow to play outside and him bullying these college corners it ain't gonna happen in the NFL. It's just mm-hmm. not. He's gonna have to. He's gonna have to be able to vertically separate. Yeah. Now people are like, "Well, uh, speed doesn't equal separation," but it's like you're not. Speed is the easiest way to get separation, and unless you're getting your separation through speed or through great route running, mm-hmm. you know, then I'm not. I'm just not going to be able to rely. Like, he he could get separation. I just don't think it'll be consistent. Um, And I think, ideally, he'll be used in that power slot role where he can do stuff underneath, uh, maybe go down the seam a little bit. But I don't know. I don't think that the the Falcons are even going to use him that way Mm -hmm. because the Falcons love 12 personnel. They want to use two tight ends... You know, one receiver on the outside, that's what they want to do. They they come from Tennessee, you know, and, and, you know, Tennessee just likes to have that one, like, alpha boundary guy, and they like to have their two tight ends, maybe even three tight ends, man. They just, they're not like, they're not the offense that Drake London needed to go to. Mm-hmm. I just, I don't get the landing spot. Um, if Garrett Wilson went to, went to Atlanta, then I'd still, you know, I'd I'd have Garrett Wilson there Mm -hmm. and Garrett Wilson. I've talked a lot about Drake London, even though this is (laughs) Garrett Wilson. Um, so let's talk about Garrett Wilson. Um, Garrett Wilson is, he is the most scheme. Um, he is the most versatile player, the most versatile receiver that in the draft and he could succeed in any system, in any role, uh, and he just has a great profile. He ran a freaking blazing forty. Um, he 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 had a lot of great college teammates. Yeah. That and he still was producing. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, and the the, the landing spot's good too with the Jets. Yeah, I'm you- really liking what they're doing. Yeah, you look at any Zach Wilson tape from last year, and and you realize one thing that he can he can sling the ball downfield. And what is Garrett Wilson like really good at that among other things? But but that and that he like he will get fed by Zach Wilson down the field. 
Like, they don't have a super down-the-field guy. Like, Elijah Moore is more of a slot guy. Um, Jamison Crowder's gone. Who else? Did, they got Corey Davis, but, like, even right away, I think Garrett Wilson could be a better player than Corey Davis. Yeah, I think um, he is. Yeah, I and or at least we'll we'll see more snaps than him. Um, yeah, and and Garrett Wilson is just gonna unlock Zach like or Zach Wilson. I like I guarantee it. Yeah, I think he's. I don't well think worth they're gonna pick. trade for a receiver anymore. Huh? Either I don't think the Jets are trading for a receiver anymore either. I no, I think, I think they have enough guys. I mean, like maybe next year they'll take one and on day three, late day two. Uh, if they let Corey Davis go, but that's that's about all I could see. I think they're gonna realize very quickly what kind of receiver they have in Garrett Wilson, and that is an extremely good one. I mean, you yeah, talk about man, Justin Jefferson, it. Jamar Chase level breakouts their rookie year. I think that guy that's... this year is Garrett Wilson. I don't think it'll be to the extent that those two are because, of course, they're on yeah, another, no. on another I... level. I could definitely what? see him break that thousand yard threshold. Uh, threshold? What, dude? Okay, threshold. Yeah. Um, yep. So could I? Because Devonte Smith uh, was almost there, mm-hmm. and he was in a run heavy system, uh, and basically got most of his yards in a few breakout games. Yeah. Um. So I could definitely see Garrett Wilson getting that type of thousand uh, yard rookie season, mm-hmm. and I think he'll be valued way higher than he is now. Uh, by then yeah. because mm-hmm. he's the he's like the 10 uh what the 104 consensus maybe even 105 and super flex he's definitely like the 105 yeah i think he's he's the 104 consensus across the across the board really and uh, i one, one I think quarterback or super flex well kenny pickett's probably you know oh yeah top. yeah i mean i yeah and and super flex but this mm-hmm. is one qb so mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't even think I said that at the start, but yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, it's one QB. But um, even even if it was super flex, the only difference is Kenny Pickett being a top three pick. So, you know, right, all these all these receipt all these quarterbacks suck. They have no draft capital. Yeah, and I didn't even I didn't even like any of them. Like I love Desmond Ritter for mm-hmm. the draft class, but other than that. It like it was Desmond Ritter and Sam Howell for me. I really liked those two, but um, you know, not anymore because not for fantasy at least because right, yeah, third and fifth rounder, yeah, I will pass. Yeah, um, but uh, do you have anything else to say about Garrett Wilson, uh, or do you want to move on to your uh, um one hundred four? I will move on to my one hundred four. I think I mean Garrett. There's nothing really much else to say about Garrett Wilson. He's an amazing he's player. Good. He's just good, you know. Yeah, he's a great player. Yeah. Okay. Uh, with the one hundred four, I will go. Who I thought was going to go at the one hundred three, uh, nah. Traylon Burks, um, picked at pick eighteen by the Titans after they traded away AJ Brown for. For some reason, since they didn't want to offer him over twenty million dollars, which I think yeah, for AJ Brown, receiver. offer the guy twenty million dollars. Come on, <laughs> no, it's he like, wanted more than that, man. Huh? He, apparently, apparently, according to the reports, he wanted somewhere in that Devonte Adams range, and he got yeah, twenty five. That's what a lot of people Eagles. suspected, but but he, he and his agent came out and said that they would have signed at like something like twenty one million. Which yeah. I mean, well, that, he that's got, he got 25 that is in hot Philly, so. for sure. But that's not Devonte Adams type level. Yeah, yeah. So 
Yeah, um, I just don't think I don't think he's a big enough part of the offense for them to justify it. Like he he was their target hog, but they like running the ball, and I don't think that they need that elite receiver. Yeah, I I guess, and I I think it's a fine move, but like I I would have liked a better return on it. I think the Eagles kind of got yeah. out with a steal. Um, definitely. And and Traylon Burks steps into that role right away, almost right, like probably right away. I don't think. Robert yeah. Woods is stepping into that role. I think it's we'll we'll yeah. see probably a more AJ Brown, Corey Davis type of season from Traylon Burks and and Robert Woods, or like probably more toned down because I don't think Traylon Burks will be as good as AJ Brown right away, and I don't think uh, sure? Robert Woods will be right away at that twenty twenty AJ Brown season. No way. No, no, no. I don't. I don't mean no. I mean oh. like rookie AJ Brown. Oh, rookie. No, I think he could definitely be a like. As good as rookie AJ Brown was, um, he is kind of just AJ Brown light. Like he is. He I don't is know. I don't even know about field. light. I think he's a better yeah. prospect. Yeah, I I think the argument could be made for that as well. He he's dynamic on the field. He's already been a target hog at Arkansas and has succeeded there. Uh, like he's just electric when you give him the ball. He will make plays for you, and the Titans know that, and because of that, they will give him the ball. I wouldn't even be surprised if they run him, like give him a couple running plays, one like a couple times a year. I mean, they yes, they have Derrick Henry, who will be back probably. Um, I don't know. I haven't really seen any news on Derrick Henry's injury, but I, I assume he'll be back. Uh, and and they just took Hassan Haskins. I don't really know what kind of role he'll have. Um, but I think we could we could very well see Traylon Burks being placed all over the field, deep, yeah, slot wherever, sure. wherever they can get him the ball if if they don't want to run at that play. Yeah, but I mean I think it's the same. It's very similar actually. Um, yeah. With with between I mean obviously it's similar because Arthur Smith came from Tennessee, but it's similar with uh, with Atlanta and uh, and Tennessee. But the thing is, I think Traylon Burks can he's so versatile he can play Mm -hmm. in in a bunch of uh, a bunch of different roles um and i just i think that he will do good things in tennessee and i think that we could see a very similar career trajectory between him and aj brown it's it literally just reminds me of when the vikings traded Diggs for jefferson (laughs) that's literally just what it reminds me of um you know, you trade you trade the the young star receiver, and then you just in that in his place you take a rookie who can play the same role. Yeah, I don't know I if think, we can. I don't right. know if we'll see a Justin Jefferson type season, but no, I think that I we could definitely we will, see him. But, we yeah. could see him pick up right where AJ Brown left off. Yeah, I think I like we're without injuries. I think Traylon Burks can be their AJ Brown, and I and I think he will be actually. I don't I don't think he would like I don't. Think it's in within possibility. I think he will step into that AJ Brown role right away, because uh, that's what they wanted. I think they they just wanted they couldn't get AJ Brown locked down at sixteen million a year, so they get Traylon Burks, who is cheaper and a rookie, to do that same exact thing. Yeah, now they they're slightly different players. I mean, AJ Brown's yeah. probably a better deep ball receiver. They're obviously and, and, different. They're not like and totally a better player overall. Same. I mean. You don't see Traylon Burks commanding twenty million a year. 
Um, yeah, I don't. I don't think we're gonna, we're obviously not gonna. See, it's gonna be a step down from where AJ Brown was in. Yeah. Well, well, I don't know. It's gonna be a step down from where AJ Brown was in 2020. Mm-hmm. But 20, 2021 AJ Brown was. I mean, he had a, he had like a couple good games, but man, he wasn't that good. <laughs> I'm just saying. He, he, he was, was okay. I I think he he gets more. Like, like he does not get as much praise as he should. Um, I mean, he I didn't really see play that much, so that that factors into it a little bit. But like, yeah, I I understand where you're coming from. I don't think. I mean, I think last season, um, even though AJ Brown did not play that much, I think that is Traylon Burks about where he'll land. Uh, sixty three receptions, eight hundred sixty nine yards, five touchdowns, I over over a full season. I think that's pretty pretty fair, and and that for a rookie, yeah, very solid, and and that sets yeah. you up big time to be successful in the future. Yeah, I remember. Um, so DJ Moore, uh, when he was coming out, he in in, in his rookie year, he had like seven hundred yards, and and then mm-hmm. everybody was like, "Oh my gosh, he had such a good rookie season." Yeah, and now. <laughs> Now, now that we've had Justin Jefferson and, and Jamar Chase have like yeah, like top right. five finishes in their mm-hmm. rookie seasons, now we're like, eh, 900 yards from Devontae Smith. Yeah, it's okay. Right. Yeah, yeah. I, nah, that's elite. It's silly. So, yeah, it, it's uh, definitely it's definitely shifted the, the perspective of how good rookie receivers actually are in the NFL. Like, yeah, we're not going to see. I think the receivers it. have gotten better. Yeah, we're not going to see a Jefferson or Chase type player. I mean, actually, maybe next year with with Jackson Smith and Jigba, but because um, he's just that they good. They need to ran- they need to land in the right spot though. Yeah, right. I, just I think, mean, yeah, they I don't know. like I don't know. Like the Bears would be great. Um, yeah, for but definitely. Uh, yeah, I I just think Traylon Burks is is an easy steal at the one hundred and four, and and will like. Basically, you can play him in your flex spot right away. Like there, I don't think there's that much of an adjustment period for him, uh, even though he's kind yeah. of a raw prospect. Yeah, for sure. Um, but if, have you uh, gotten all that off your chest? You good? Yep. All right. I'm so good. now I got the 105, and with the 105, we're gonna go with Mister. Wait for it. Wait for it. Mm-hmm. Hold on. Wait for it more, more. Drake London. All right. Oh yeah. <laughs> I know. I know. I said uh, that I didn't want him there, but you know, you just—he's probably the best, the best player on the board right now. Um, mm-hmm. And even though I'm not, I'm still like everything I said holds true, but he's still the best player on the board in my opinion, just talent-wise. Yeah. Um, I just couldn't take. I wouldn't have taken him over Garrett Wilson or Traylon Burks. It's just uh, I I can't I mm-hmm. c- I can't do it. Um, it's just not you know. But but now I think this is fine because best player on the board he'll be taken here. So I know I said all that negative stuff, but Drake London as a big slot, like I said. Um, he could he could tear it up honestly if they use him right. I'm still skeptical about whether they will or not. Mm-hmm. But if they do, if in the perfect situation where Drake London is used properly and has a good quarterback, then I see 
I see Mike Mike Evans potential from yeah. him. Yeah, totally. Um, well, I mean, not Mike Evans, but like the the similar, uh, not a similar play style, but like a similar uh, similar body type, similar physical act attributes. But mm-hmm. I just I don't think he can like if he has a great quarterback, then he could be used on the outside. But in Atlanta, he needs to be used in the slot, or he's not gonna produce very well because Marcus Mariota he is not you know and and he's and he's gonna be the number two but behind Kyle Pitts I just I don't think he's gonna overtake Kyle Pitts as the number one target Mm -hmm. because Kyle Pitts is literally just a Drake London who's running a 4-4 and is two inches taller and has super long arms yeah yeah Kyle Pitts could could honestly just be a a a wide receiver and and nobody would he complain could. about it like like he, he is he basically he is, is. he so plays more good. he plays more x receiver than he plays in line tight end mm-hmm. yeah so it's like man i think yeah. i think they're very similar players except like i said kyle pitts is literally just a faster and taller and longer armed version of drake london so yeah on the inverse of that i think we could be seeing kyle pitts run more tight end like routes with london running more slot routes i i don't think that they just drafted drake london to have him do the same exact thing as kyle pitts i think they'll switch it up a little bit but it's like i think pitts is gonna play more in line tight end so huh i think i think pitts is gonna play more in line tight end yeah it's like like why I don't understand the pick really. Uh, yeah. I I would have taken a couple other receivers over him, like like definitely Jamison Williams. Like just get that deep threat on your team. Yeah, NFL wise, uh, I would have taken. I would have taken Jamison Williams. I would have taken Garrett Wilson. Both of those guys yeah. over London. Yeah. Um. But I think with that being said, like who else do they have to throw to besides Pitts? Um. um Olamide Zacchaeus. Uh, yeah, he's, he's, he's okay. He's and Auden Tate's trash, but um, Auden Tate and Olamide Zacchaeus are both terrible. They they're like they're not going to be taking any targets away from I think, either London I or think Pitt. that at, I think Olamide Zacchaeus is at best the third best receiver on a good team. Um, mm-hmm. But I I just I think that both of them could get targets this year. I mean, they probably both will. Um, but I think this is just going to be a lower passing volume offense than what we've been used to from Atlanta. I don't think that we're going to see, you know, five, 600 pass attempts out of, uh, out of Marcus Mariota. I think they're just going to, yeah. they're going to run the ball mm-hmm. and they're going to, uh, they're going to throw sparingly. I think we'll see, we'll see them on the lower end of pass attempts, you know, yeah. by a team. Yeah, I mean, maybe Marcus Mariota is complete trash, which I think can happen, and then they start Desmond Ritter, and in that case, I'd be I'd be a little more happy Man, with Desmond Ritter. I love him. Uh, yeah, I think he he's definitely developmental, but he's a developmental player for sure. But like, I, I think if Mariota is trash, not without the realm of possibility that Marcus Mariota is so so terrible that they just go with Ritter there. Um, and, and that would make me much more happy with this, uh, with this London pick. And I, I, I stand by this at the one Oh five. Like, I think this is the move for sure. Um, because he will, he will get the targets and he will get the yards and, and I, yeah, I see a lot of Mike Evans in him. 
Um, but it's yeah. just it's a weird pick for the Falcons, and it's like I, I want to see how they're going to use him and Pitts. Um, and that's that's basically all I got to say about London. Yeah. I, I think he he's a great player. Like like probably my wide receiver two or three pre draft. Um, and he was and my wide stays, receiver three. Yeah, and it stays like that post draft. Um, and and of course he's got the draft capital. Like they they will be using. Drake London. It's just I don't know how. Yeah, Drake London has a lot of big fans. Yeah. Uh he he has in the in the dynasty community, people are in love with Drake London. Yeah. And apparently the NFL is too because he did get top 10 draft capital. So that's also something you can't ignore. So I am cautiously optimistic that he could get used the right way, but it's it's a guess really i'm not gonna i'm gonna take the proven role of garrett wilson and Traylon burks over the uncertainty of drake london every day it's just it's not a competition Mm -hmm. um but yeah i think i think that's all i've all i had to say about drake london cool uh should we move on to the 106 um yeah Cool. Uh, with the 106, I'm going to go, maybe this is the popular opinion, maybe it's not. I really, I'm not sure. Um, I'm going to go Jamison Williams. Uh, oh, yeah, for sure. I, I mean, the Lions clearly love this guy. Like, traded up 20 spots to get him. They didn't have to give up shit, though. Yeah, they, they really didn't. I mean, they gave up their first and then they gave up their their early second and like a fourth or something no um, yeah but they moved they moved back in the second oh they didn't they didn't they oh, didn't just really? give up their oh, pick weird. yeah that's i i did not <laughs> yeah. know that was the full yeah that's so strange what what is minnesota doing they should have yeah that's so odd but um it's a bad trade for minnesota yeah i uh, i mean but oh my god williams is like he he is that he can be Goff's deep threat like they don't really have a deep threat right now with Amon Ra playing the slot, and I yeah they have Chark too. I I kind of forgot he was there. Um, but but uh, Jamison Williams yeah. is better than Chark. I mean he he yeah. always has been really, day one. Um, just by his his last season in college, like I I can see him out targeting, out yarding, and out touchdowning touchdowning. Yeah. Chark. Great uh, scientific words. Yep. Um, yeah, I just I love Jamison Williams. He's my he's probably my one A one B like NFL wise um, with Garrett Wilson, mm-hmm. but um, I just don't think his role is gonna be as suited to fantasy as it is for the NFL. I think he's gonna be a deep threat, and that's about it. I don't think he's going to be a super high volume guy like on um you know on on a good team. I don't think he'll be that. And if Detroit gets better receivers, then I think that they'll get a volume guy and then they'll have Jamison Williams as that deep threat. So, yeah. I think <laughs> I mean we really just we have another Henry Ruggs here. Um and Yeah, except Hen- I think he's he's better. He's He's better than Henry Ruggs, I think, but um, I, I just think he's he, and he's like Deshaun Deshaun Jackson. Really, it's it's very similar uh, prototype. With yeah, with a better build um, though, I'd say. 
Yeah, I I, I like Jameson Williams. Um, I really do. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, he was he was like I I I mean just a really good player, and not only that, but Detroit is is still gonna be bad. Like they still will be bad. Aiden Hutchinson, great player, not uplifting the team for them to be not as bad or not not as bad as they were this year. Same with Jamison Williams. Same with literally any yeah. other player that they drafted. Uh, like, who else do they have? Josh Pascal. Yeah, none of these that guys are uplifting pick. the team to the point where they're playoff-bound, especially yeah. in their in their division, um, which means that they'll have a high pick next year. And, and Goff has an out next year, which strongly leads me to believe that they will go yeah. with a QB next year if they have a top-five pick. And it could even be Bryce Young. And that yeah. would be best case scenario for Jamison Williams because we've already seen that connection there. And Detroit is low-key a great landing spot for a quarterback. Oh, yeah. No. Ser- yeah. Like, I, you, got, you got your, your typical slot guy. You got your, your great offensive line. A great running back that you can throw the ball to. Uh, with Jamison Williams and, and Chark now, two good deep threats. Uh, Hawk is your tight end. Like it, it's a it's a really good landing spot. Um, yeah. And and even with Goff, I don't think Jamison Williams will do that bad his rookie year. Goff is a great deep ball passer. I mm-hmm. don't think that people understand that. Like he has one of the best deep balls in the league. Um, yeah, I really do believe that. I mean, like pure arm talent wise, he's not like upper echelon, but he just has that touch on the ball that it's it's very. Like there was, I remember a few years ago, there was uh, this um, media, big media brand. They wanted to get some interviews with some some NFL receivers. Um, And they got a couple of former guys that played with Goff. And they said that Jared Goff has the most catchable deep ball in the league. Mm -hmm. Just the the perfect touch. Um, And I think it's a good fit. Uh, Quarterback and, uh, and receiver, I think it's a very good fit. Yeah, I I'd agree. Um, I, yeah, that's basically all I gotta say on on. I mean, yeah, Jamison, Jamison Williams, Williams is a really basic player. It's just yeah. it's uh, he go that's he basically goes zoom. all there is. He's good and he will he, he, he will goes be good zoom in the NFL. And, yeah. yeah, and he had that draft capital. It's just it's mm-hmm. solid solid player. Honestly, like uh, fantasy wise, <clears throat> we have we have uh, Traylon Burks and uh, and Garrett Wilson. Uh, for me, honestly, and then after that, the next few guys are just neck and neck, really personal preference. Uh-huh. Um, I, I would agree. I, it's basically, it comes down to who I think is the better player um, between most of these guys. <coughs> uh, landing spot definitely will take into, like, will we'll have some say in guys like Christian Watson It'll and It'll just Sky be a tiebreaker, honestly. Huh? It's just a tiebreaker for me, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. I Yeah, that's pretty pretty fair um but yeah what what pick are we at so what i would my pick be next uh yeah you uh, have 10, 107? 107 yep all right so at the 107 um we have the last um the last receiver that had like fringe top 10 draft capital and that is chris olave um mm-hmm. and Chris Olave had he, he he's a track star a track star type uh build you know he he uh, he ran what a a four three eight four three nine one of those yeah something um, like that really fast yeah and he was so fast 
and New Orleans traded up to get him. Um, and he's going to be the number two, I think, to Michael Thomas to start. But mm-hmm. I think that that's a very good. It's there. He's in a very good position because he isn't going to be the number one target right away, and he won't have all that defensive attention on him. So I just think that that we're going to see. Um, we're going to see Chris Olave really just take that number two receiver role right away. Mm-hmm. And uh, I loved the uh, the Twitter exchange between Michael Thomas and uh, and Chris Olave. It was so funny. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, it, it was very cool. Um, and really, I just, I liked, I liked Chris Olave, you know, to start with. And again, like I said, I think that th- he ends this second tier of receivers so like after Garrett Wilson and Traylon Burks it's Jamison Williams Drake London Chris Olave really and then those three are just interchangeable for me I I just think that you you can't go wrong with any of them well (laughs) you can go wrong I just think that like I don't I wouldn't I wouldn't criticize anybody for taking any of those three over one of the others yeah. Um, but you know, Chris Olave, uh, great route runner, um, absolutely smooth player. Like that's, that's what I'll say. He's very smooth, very fast. Um, and I don't think he'll ever be a number one receiver, but I think he will always be a high end number two. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah. So you got anything to say about Mr. Olave? Uh, yeah, I playing opposite Michael Thomas is great. Like, it, I don't think people realize how, how good it actually is for Chris Olave. Because uh, he he is not going to come out and be the alpha receiver for any team. Like, it, it's just not happening. And I, I like Chris Olave, but I'm just not comfortable saying that, like, I would be with Garrett Wilson or Drake London or uh, Jamison Williams. Um, but Chris Olave will come out and, and be good. He, he will be good. And, yeah, like you said, he will not have that defensive attention on him which just makes me think that he will get fed even more i i mean it's not like he won't have any defensive attention on him he was the 11th overall player but he michael thomas is still a better player than him and and i i think alave will be will be pretty good playing with Jameis winston yeah surprised the saints didn't take a quarterback yeah, I thought they were going to trade up for like Malik Willis. Obviously, teams I thought are not it was going to be Malik, Malik Willis. Willis there at the at the Chris Olave pick when they traded up to eleven. Mm-hmm. I thought for sure that it was going to be for Malik Willis. Yeah, um, yeah, same with, and then I thought I the know. same thing with the Lions. Me too. <laughs> I was like, man, these teams usually they don't trade up for receivers. Yeah, but. The landscape is changing. Receivers have become a premium position. Uh-huh. Um, you know, like quarterback, um, quarterback, uh, offensive line, offensive tackle specifically, uh, edge rusher and receiver are the four premium positions at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're being paid like it. Yeah. That's just the way the NFL is moving. Because uh, you see all these receiver contracts are you know, Tyree Kill broke that thirty million oh, threshold. Yeah, like the receiver wars. That's that, that is so stupid. But like, <laughs> I, it's understandable why they want so much because they're being used so much. Um, and that's evident by this draft. I mean, when's the last time we had six receivers go in the first round? 
I, I can't even picks. remember. I'm not sure. Um, yeah, I can't remember. Man, I'm not sure. I I don't know how many. I I mean I'm I all the all the receiver years kind of blend in for me. Yeah, I can't really remember when any receivers were drafted. Right. Um, I mean, what what maybe actually maybe I'm just biting myself in the bud and it was actually 2020. I I can't remember. I don't it was, think had, so. Like, I I don't Ruggs, think so. Judy Lamb Rager Jefferson Jefferson. Oh, yeah, but these guys were yeah, all okay. top. Yeah, so that is six. <laughs> they were, but they were all top. Uh, right. The all these guys were top twenty picks. Top tw- yeah, top twenty. Right. I, and, I don't know and, when that. And four happened. of them were like in the in almost top ten. So mm-hmm. yeah. But yeah, I mean, again, Chris Olave. To get back on Chris Olave, he is a very nice player, um, mm-hmm. and I absolutely love him. Uh, he, yeah. he again, just like Jamison Williams, pretty simple. He has a pretty defined role. He's going to be the Z receiver, um, just mm-hmm. you know the the number two guy, um, and I'm fine taking that because I think that's pretty set in stone. I think I don't think he's going to bust. Yeah, um, no, I I think he I don't think he will ever be the best receiver in this class. Like the the last four guys that we mentioned, Wilson, London. Um, Williams and and Burks can have the potential to be. I don't think he'll ever be the best receiver in this class, but I think he will be very solid, if not the most solid contributor to his team on this class. I I can see a perennial wide receiver two season for like 10 years from Chris Olave. Like, I I know that's kind of weird to say. I don't think, I think he absolutely has the upside to be a wide receiver one, just not the wide receiver one in the class. Um, and, and even if he just has wide receiver two seasons over and over and over again, making him like that guy, um, I would I would still take him at the 107. I think that's like too much stability to pass on. But yeah, I that's that's about all I got to say about uh, the Chris Olave pick. Yeah, that's all I got to say too. He's a pretty basic player. Um, mm-hmm. So now it's you with the 108, right? Um, yep. And who do you got? Uh, this one is a, a little bit difficult. And, and I think like I, I've been, I'm not a, I hate when people like overrate players because of their landing spot, but, but this one I think is within the realm of possibility. I'm going to go Christian Watson here. I think Christian um, Watson is the next best receiver. I think he was pre-draft too. Yeah. It, it's not, it's not like he, he has good capital. He doesn't have the capital that another first round receiver, like the last one, Jahan Dotson has. Um, but, and, and he's not as good as Jah- uh, Jahan Dotson right away. However, he yeah. has so much potential. It is nuts. Like, like seriously nuts. Maybe the most potential in this whole draft class. Are we sure? Are we sure about that? I, I think it's very like, I, I mean, mm. well, he's definitely not like, I don't, I, he has the I best say, body in the class, yeah. honestly, but I'll say that because he can, if he booms, he will boom. Like he will go crazy, but if he busts, Metcalf. he will bust hard. Um, and with this landing spot, I, I would bet on booming to be honest. Like who, who else do they have there? I, I'm, I'm struggling to even name somebody like like well, that's it's how it's Alan Lazard and that's about it. I right. can't really remember yeah, yeah. any of their other. Alan Lazard guys. is there, but like uh, that that's not too important to me. Um, yeah, and 
not only that, but he has the reigning two-time MVP at, at quarterback. Aaron Rodgers is throwing yeah. the ball at somebody, like, and it's not going to be Alan Lazard all the time. <laughs> yeah, it, it's just not going to be. He will be throwing the ball to Christian Watson a lot. Yeah, and with that, I just with think that, this is too good to not take into account. Just yeah. You know. Right. I don't like, think that you can just, uh, I don't think you can ignore it. It's just, mm-hmm. you know, we went to Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Um. I mean, Rodgers is probably not happy that they didn't take a receiver in the first, but they, they got the guy that they probably would have taken in the first in the second. So it, they it basically did, though. Honestly, they, they yeah. took Christian Watson at like the, it was the third pick in the second round. Yeah. Something like that. Or and the and they also, pick. they moved or up the, like a ton to take him. I'm not sure exactly what it was but like i'm I'm, i think it was more than 10 spots to take christian watson here he's basically a first round receiver yeah it's like he's like the t higgins michael pittman kind of guy uh that basically went first round but went very early second round um and with with taking the the quarterback that he has the people around him into account i think we could be seeing a season like what Amon Ra produced last year, where he was the only target in his offense. Not maybe even better because Amon Ra had Jared Goff and Christian Watson has Aaron Rodgers, um, and and of course Watson and Amon Ra literally opposite players. But uh, I think with like landing landing spot wise, I think they're very similar because they did not. He didn't. Amon Ra had nobody. Christian Watson has nobody. Has I even think. less than nobody. Yeah, right. Like, like at least Amon Ra had had oh, Hawk, man. but and and Swift. Mm-hmm. Um, um, I th- honestly, Christian Watson, I had him higher than Jahan Dotson pre-draft. So I don't even think that this mm-hmm. is a landing spot pick. Even though the landing spot does help, I yeah. had him over Jahan Dotson, and Jahan Dotson's mm-hmm. draft capital is really good. Um, yeah, like sixteenth like overall, man, and the like, talent is yeah. just better with Watson, honestly. Oh yeah, I I think so. I and I mean he he didn't come out right away, but the dude is a good player. Like he has your typical size. He's got the speed. He has the draft capital, and and the landing spot is great. I I don't see why Watson would be worth anything less than the one hundred eight. Or anything. Yeah, he's yeah. definitely there. There's definitely a tier break, I think, after mm-hmm. uh, after Olave. Mm-hmm. But um, you know, Watson Watson is definitely at the top of this next tier of players. Yeah, uh, he's just he reminds me of DK Metcalf. Um, him and him and Alec Pierce both remind me of DK Metcalf. Um, mm-hmm. They're both, they're, you know, the the big boy who goes fast. That's literally what they are. Um, yeah. But that's valuable in the NFL now. Teams are willing mm-hmm. to take a chance on that. Yeah, um, like, and, and Christian Watson, he can win with speed, and he can also win at the catch point, which which is, bodes very well for him. Um, he had a lot of drops, though. Right, that, yeah, that, that definitely lot. comes into account. Um, <laughs> a lot. I think it was something like, 10% or something. It was, right. it was, it was yeah, I remember it was like 13%. It was not good. I'll oh, say that yeah, he has yeah. the potential to win at the catch point. Like, like the size is there. Oh yeah. If he just gets his crap together, you know, just being able to concentrate and catch the ball. Mm-hmm. I just, I think that it will be 
we could see the next DK Metcalf. And I think yeah. DK Metcalf kind of similar. He landed um, landed in a spot with a really good quarterback. Um, and yeah, I, I don't think that second round draft, top of the second round draft capital is not even that bad. And I think that if, if no, he had been taken, if he had been taken at 22 or 28, we would be having a totally different conversation right now. Yeah, I think he, he could if he's taken at twenty two, I think he'd be over Alave, um, over I maybe over Jameson. Will, I don't know. It, it it's hard mm, to say. Mm-mm. Nah, no, it, I'm, I'm it good. Requires, I'm, yeah, I think that Jameson William. Nah, I think I think maybe over Olave, but mm, even then, probably not. Honestly, for me, mm-hmm. um, I think he would have been over Christian Watson. Um, was like I said over Jahan Dotson for me um, pre-draft so yeah the really only red, red flag with Christian Watson is is that he didn't really produce in college and he is from a small school where you would expect him to produce um, but like I mean he produced he produced but only during his senior year like and and which yeah. is fine which is fine but it, it it does pose a red flag, even though he did not play at all his junior year because the his conference was shut down because of COVID or something like that. Um, yeah. Same thing with Trey Lance. But, yeah, I, I think Christian Watson can be really good, but he can also bust hard. That's why I have him all the way at the 108. Like, if he if he was a better player than, than – and, and he went at the same exact spot, then I, I would have him a lot higher, obviously. But, yeah. That's that's about all I got to say on the on the Watson pick. Yeah. Um I just think to wrap it up in a bow it's like, you know, the the big it, the physical attributes are incredible. Mm-hmm. Um quarterback is great. Yep. Uh, not even Could not even not great. Like freaking yeah. Hall of Fame, you know, just yeah. yeah. Um and now I have the what the one oh nine right yep. yeah yeah um I'm gonna take Jahan Dotson obviously um yeah. I I think the draft capital really secures it for me he uh he is gonna he's gonna probably be the number two receiver uh, to start um mm-hmm. and probably. I don't know because Terry McLaurin is getting shopped by Washington. So, mm. um, interesting. You know, uh, I because his contract is coming up, and I don't know if they right. want to pay him. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. I mean, Jahan Dotson is like a slower, um, shorter. Uh, version really of uh, of Chris Olave. Um, yeah, he's and, not even that much slower either. He ran a he ran a four four three. Um, I don't but, know if I don't know if the play speed is is quite that. Like I know the forty time, but um, really the forty time is mostly practice. That's why when dudes have bad forty times, it's kind of alarming. Like uh, Traylon Burks, it's a little alarming that he didn't run mm-hmm. a very good. Uh, 40 because that's really just practice yeah i mean um, like I, these I baylor guys were going 40. crazy oh my god taekwon <laughs> thornton yeah, yeah dude literally ran too. himself into pick 50 um but i i don't think 40 really matters for receivers so much as it as it does it's, for it's running GPS backs times. um 
these teams have GPS times, and that's what they use. They, I don't think mm-hmm. that teams. I think the forty times are just for us, <laughs> like yeah. just for the fans, because the teams have the GPS data that tells them exactly how fast they are, mm-hmm. um, and we don't. So I think that the forty times is literally just for the fans. I don't think that forty time is relevant at all when it comes to how NFL teams value uh, players, because they just they have their own data on that. They don't. They don't. They want to do everything themselves, and they want to go to the greatest lengths possible to make sure that they get the most accurate data. Yeah. Um. So, I mean, yeah, it's really just Jahan Dotson, best player uh, left on the board. Um. And I, I think, I think that Jahan Dotson, if Terry McLaurin leaves, would be the number one receiver there, obviously, but. He could just be Terry McLaurin again. I think that this is a very common trend with teams now. Mm-hmm. They're really they're 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 getting rid of these receivers before their second contracts and then just drafting cheaper guys to play the same role. We've yeah. seen it a lot now. Yeah. <laughs> like a lot. We we've seen this so much. Um and yeah, so I don't think that there's much more I have to say, really, because uh, you know Washington, they'll they'll have Wentz, and Wentz likes to target. Um, well, he uh, he especially since Hero Ball Wentz started, mm-hmm. he's just uh, he's always had a a guy that he bails out to um, when times get tough, and if if Jahan Dotson can be that, then obviously, well, I mean, he's like not even six feet tall so i don't know but he could be a safety valve um and if he can prove himself to wentz i think he'll have a good year yeah i think i think that's fair i mean Jahan dotson really strikes me more as a slot receiver than uh taking that terry mclaurin type role um yeah terry mclaurin really plays outside so i mean i I don't i mean like the the terry mclaurin um more like the terry mclaurin workload um Mm -hmm. Cause yeah. I don't. Yeah. I just don't think that they would have taken Jahan Dotson at sixteen if they were one hundred percent satisfied with Terry McLaurin as their wide receiver one. Um. Yeah. I. I mean. I think they were always rumored as taking a wide receiver at eleven, which they had. Uh. And maybe Jahan Dotson was mm. just their their BPA. Like like maybe they had just a super high grade on Dotson. Which I think is fair. I I mean I he's a very like middle of the pack receiver in terms of this class. Like he's not a bad this this pick is not a bad pick like like Tyquan Thornton uh, to the Patriots was, and it's not a an amazing pick like I'd say uh, Wilson to the Jets is. Um, but it, but it's a very like middle mid tier pick, and which. But but it does have the draft capital, which makes me think they yeah. will be using draft Dotson. capital is the biggest factor here, and they they'll probably be using him in the slot. I mean, I know they have Curtis Samuel to yeah, also they will. have that slot role, but they could just Curtis be Samuel playing dead? Curtis Samuel as that as that gadget player, which they probably will be doing as as, as he that's where he succeeds. But you traded for Curtis Samuel, right? Yeah, I did trade for Curtis Samuel <laughs> when I thought he was going to be like like a huge stud in Washington. Oh man, I still think he man. can be. It's just, I mean, I think he can less too, likely but now. Like, but with this pick, I don't know. Yeah, it's hard to say. I I don't. Uh, I think this definitely lowers Curtis Samuel's value like a ton. But 
Dotson Dotson can be great. I think and he and at the 109 getting a first round receiver, sign me up. Yeah. Um I mean that's really all I had to say about Jahan Dotson. If you if you don't got anything to add on then uh what it'll, will it be uh 110 with your pick? Yeah. Uh with the 110, I think I'm going to go uh let me see. I think I got to go Sky Moore here. Uh, really? Yeah. I who who would have been your pick? George Pickens. George Pickens. Yeah, no, yeah. I'm I'm taking Sky Moore over Pickens. Uh I, I honestly as a player, I don't really like George Pickens and I and and I think Sky Moore is is just so so good. Um plus mm. that landing spot, oh my god, it's a dream. Is it? Yeah, Mahomes. Yeah, but not, not didn't many we say other that about Michael Hardman? Michael Hardman is not as good as Sky Moore. We sure? Like, like, yeah. He's he's shown as that prospects? he's not as good as Sky Moore. Like, like, I mean, as prospects. Oh yeah, still as prospects. I don't. I don't think Miko Hardman was was nearly as good as Sky Moore was. Man, I think Sky right. Moore can be Mahomes' number two receiver right away behind Juju. All right, I'm gonna let you. Uh, I'm gonna let you say your piece. Tell, uh, try yeah. to sell me on. Try to sell me on Sky Moore here. So Sky Moore, he's just. Like, I don't know if you've watched any Western Michigan tape, but he is, like, extremely electric on the field. And and I know the, the concerns about him not being able to beat out Dwayne Eskridge, who went in the second round last year. Um, but, and, and yes, there's the size concerns. There's the not breaking out fast enough concerns. But... His past year, this junior year, has been incredible for Sky Moore. Like, he had some of the best analytics I have seen in this whole draft class. Like, actually crazy, crazy good. Uh, like, 4-4-1, 40. Um, breakout age was 20. I, uh, like, even though I just said that the breakout age wasn't good enough, that's mainly because of Dwayne Eskridge. Size is okay. I mean, 5'10", 190. That's that's fine, but the the real reason I'm I'm making this pick is because of the landing spot. I I think right away Sky Moore will beat Mahomes as wide receiver too, and and I think he can absolutely beat out Michael Hardman. I I see Michael Hardman now. No, and I think a, I think he's getting. Be, I I think he's gonna beat out Michael Hardman. I was just saying yeah. like like as prospects, because that's what yeah. people were saying about Michael Hardman too. They were like, man, this guy second round he got drafted by. The Chiefs, he's going to be Patrick Mahomes' second best receiver. Right, I just, right. And like I said, I don't think that... I think that this is one of the situations where a uh, landing spot doesn't really matter because mm-hmm. um, it's like when, when it's like so blatantly obvious, like, uh, you know, Christian Watson going to an empty receiver room with Aaron Rodgers, mm-hmm. then, you know... Uh, because like Kansas City has some guys. They have um, like not 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 any great guys, but they have Juju. They have uh, MVS. They have Hardman, who's really just a role player. Uh, they have Kelsey, obviously. Yeah. Um, so I, and I don't I, think Sky Moore will be able to beat out any of those guys right away, except for Hardman. Um, but Juju and and Kelsey will be the wide receiver. Will like will take the the one and two of the targets basically. Um. But as as prospects, I don't think he really compares to Miko Hardman. Miko Hardman wins with speed. Sky Moore also has the speed to win, but he wins by getting open. And his catch radius might not be 
as good as someone like, I don't know, Drake London. He's got a great catch radius, but for for his size, Sky Moore has a pretty solid catch radius. And and like he's he's a little like Burks in the fact that you give him the ball and he can explode with it. But I obviously Burks is not like he, he does not really compare to Burks. Um Yeah, no. Even like I'm not I'm not like comparing anybody to anybody as like, you know, play style, but just yeah. I mean overall grade. Yeah. Um I wonder uh, how I think Sky Moore fits Patrick, what Patrick Mahomes wants to throw to more than Miko Hardman ever did. Really? Yeah. He doesn't like speed? Mahomes? Yeah, he doesn't no, like speed. No, well, Mahomes likes speed, but but the thing with Tyreek Hill is that Tyreek Hill can get yeah. open. He can get open, yeah. and he's got an incredible catch radius. And, I am I mean, Ty- Sky Moore is nowhere near Tyreek Hill. Like, I won't even begin yeah. to say that, but, like... I mean, like, he's definitely... I don't... It's not like... It's not like Sky Moore is a reach here at all. I just think that I I would have taken Pickens over him. Yeah, um, I, and I that's have a couple but of but Sky Moore would have been my next pick. Yeah. Um. But I mean, yeah, I, I like Sky Moore. Obviously, he was actually mm-hmm. a guy I wanted the Giants to draft. I thought, I thought that if they were gonna take a receiver round two, I thought that they were gonna take Sky Moore, but they took Wandale Robinson. Yeah, so. <laughs> that's a funny pick. And, and like even last episode, like I was preaching. Wandale, or the last episode I did with you, I was I was preaching how Wandale Robinson was like great. Like I I was a fan. I was a huge fan. Um, well, now I'm gonna have to like him. Yeah, but but at the at what what do you go pick forty three? A little yeah, a little too too high for me. But hey, I I don't think it's a terrible pick. Just means that they're definitely trading Kadarius Tony. I mean, yeah, I. I don't know how you can save his trade value now because you know now right. teams know what you're doing. Yeah, no teams um, teams know that the the Giants want to get rid of Tony, but I, yeah, yeah. Back to Sky Moore. I just I think like the dude, like he won at Western Michigan this past year. Like he was incredible. Uh, may, maybe that's because Dwayne Eskridge was gone, and and yes, the concerns are if he can't win with Dwayne Eskridge uh, on the field? How is he going to win with Juju and Kelsey on the field? Um, and I think that's a legitimate concern, but like the second round draft cap mixed with the Chiefs landing spot mixed with how much I personally like the player makes me the 110 like a perfect, perfect range for Sky. Yeah. Um. Man, the now I'm, now I'm just finally letting it sink in like... The 201, the second round in general is just, eh, I don't know. I'm kind of, I'm, I'm, uh, water, I hope that not too many Waterboy people are watching this li- or listening to this. You know, these bunch of liars, I bet none of them even watch past the half hour mark. So I think we're good. Um, but uh, really just, I think I'm going to be selling my second round picks really because this is, yeah. after after Pickens is really when I just um, am not interested in these rookies. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it, like Sky Moore is the, like Sky Moore and Pickens, those are the last two that I'm interested in. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But I think do that's you have fair. Anything, yeah. Anything more on, uh, on Mr. Moore? Huh? Do you have anything more to say about Mr. Sky Moore? Uh, not really. I think he will be great for your fantasy football team. That's about yeah. it. 
I, I hope that a few people uh I hope a few people reach on guys like James Cook and uh and uh maybe David Bell, maybe uh oh, Rashad David White. Bell is past the, the point where he will be reached on. I like I thought he would be reached on like like beginning of the off season, but like his value has just tanked. Yeah, more than, but he, more than he got some he probably. got some decent draft capital though. He got he got picked in the third. Yeah, which is, I mean, it's not that good. Like like Velas Jones got picked before him. Got picked like at the yeah. back half of the third round. It's basically like a day three pick. Yeah, I thought I thought he was gonna go day three. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. So next is me one eleven, right? Uh, yep. And I'm gonna go George Pickens. Uh, mm-hmm. George Pickens is. He he fits that you know body type that play style of just that outside X receiver, mm-hmm. um, and the draft capital is really good. Uh, I just I think that he would if he had been healthy and played the full season, I think he would have been in the conversation with um, you know maybe not Garrett probably not Garrett Wilson. Probably not Traylon Burks, but like in that tier below, I think that's where he would have been um, uh-huh. if he had played the full year. Um, but I think that what we saw of Pickens this year is not who he's going to be in the NFL because he he wasn't supposed to play this year, and he did, and he he looked a little slow. Um, yeah, yeah, I'm not so, a Pickens guy. I gotta be honest, man. Why? Pickens makes me ah. I don't. I think the he's Steelers overrated. are going to develop I, like, I, I think this pick fifty or where where did he go? Pick fifty. Fifty three. Pick fifty two. Yeah, I think that 53. that's fine for him. But the dude is just not the first round player that people were hyping him up as. One, he's got. I, I know this does not matter for fantasy. He's he has character concerns, which which Could makes matter. me think that he, he's on a short leash for a team. Um, two, he the Steelers he, had Big Ben. The, <laughs> What did he even do? Yeah, yes, but like, I yeah, I I guess that's true. But Big Ben was a quarterback, and Antonio Brown, they they kept right. him on a leash the his whole career. Right. I yeah. I I mean, but I don't think Pickens is is nearly as good as either of those guys at at the. Yeah, me neither. Um, what did what did Pickens even do? Like he was very okay, very just very okay. He never cracked seven hundred yards. I he guess was he like broke, a, he, he broke he, out he, in his he, in his. He was uh, a film darling. The yeah, film guys really loved yeah, him. Yeah, he he can profile as that as that guy for a team, but is he actually that guy for a team? I I don't think so. Honestly, really Pittsburgh don't. is just a wide receiver machine, and uh, I right. think that 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 I think him I think him and Sky Moore are very similar. But personally, I like the landing spot. In Pittsburgh, better than I like the landing spot in Kansas City, and that's really? a hot take and a half. Yeah, but yeah, I definitely but d- disagree. I just, I just think the the Pittsburgh just knows, like Tomlin knows how to how to manage characters, mm-hmm. and he knows how to um he knows how to develop receivers. Obviously, they've just yeah. been a receiver machine. They've been pumping out good receivers for forever. <laughs> like. I I can't even remember James Washington. When what was James Washington's draft capital? Where did he get picked? Uh, he was second round. So I mean, he was he he wasn't super great, but um, they had you know Deontay Johnson, Antonio Brown, um, 
a bunch of guys I'm too young to remember. Um, Juju and, but, and uh, uh, Juju, Claypool. yeah, Juju. Yeah. Um, oh, but what's the dude's name who got like banned forever? Martavis Bryant. Oh he yeah, really for a bit. <laughs> he had some good years though. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I just think that they're gonna they're gonna get him. The I don't think the character concerns are gonna be an issue because, like I said, Mike Tomlin and Mike Tomlin is probably my favorite coach in the league. Mm-hmm. Um, I absolutely love Mike Tomlin and I love how he manages his players. Because you see all these guys with like character concerns, but under Tomlin, they are fine. They do mm-hmm. not let that get in the way, and the players just love him. Um, yeah, it's just like like even even with Tomlin as the coach, like if Pickens really is a detriment to the locker room and is not producing to because like I mean reports have come out about Pickens in the locker room being like awful. Um, and and I mean, who knows? Like, I'm not gonna like base my decision making on any kind of reports like that. But if he's not producing to the second round caliber, like who who's and and he's got those character concerns. Who says that they're they're even gonna bother like fixing him up? Sort of say. I mean, the 53rd overall pick says they will. Right, but if he's not producing like that, like it's just it's it's they might not even bother. Yeah, he's more of a project receiver, but mm-hmm. I just think I just think it could work out a workout because he has that body type. He has good film. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll give him that. He he profiles like with the breakout age and with the size, he profiles as that alpha receiver. But he just did not do anything. Like his his dominator was like less than fifteen percent. If I'm if I'm correct, I I can't remember exactly. Maybe it was a little over fifteen. Um, but that was not good. And, and even analytics wise, he did not post good numbers this, this past year. Like, yeah, he, he has an occasional play, but it's, it's not enough to he, sell he, me. Didn't he, didn't he, uh, he, he was injured the whole year. Right. But um, like, I, I mean that too. I mean, even, even the injury concerns is, is a little, cause he was injured his sophomore and his, uh, and his, uh, uh, junior year. Which, yeah, he which missed, makes me a little a worried with games. that as well. Yeah, I think he's. I, I just think he's the last. He's the last good player here. Um, yeah. See, I, and, and and I'd agree with you. It's just I I do see people coming on like Reddit and Twitter and stuff and calling. Oh, George Pickens is immediately beating out Chase Claypool. George Pickens top like six pick. It's like oh come on. I that's I think that I honestly silly. think that Sky Moore um, is in you know christian watson sky Moore, uh and um george pickens i just feel like they're all in their own tier below those guys the mm-hmm. you know the top guys and then you know there's a there's a couple tier breaks in there yeah. um uh, but yeah i mean pickens like i said if i had the 112 and beyond i am not picking players there i'm just not mm-hmm. um I, I don't I'm not interested in any of these guys. Um, if I like in fantasy, I don't want to take dart throws. I'd rather just take the proven production, um, yeah. which I can flip for more draft picks later. Um, and it's just man, I I just don't care about these second round picks. Like people are like, oh man, I like all I have like nine second round picks. I'm gonna get so many good rookies. Mm-hmm. Like man, I'm gonna get so much depth. Depth does not win you championships. Um, right. 
it it does not. It's it's star players win you championships in fantasy. Yeah. You do not like okay, in fantasy, four quarters does not equal a dollar. It's it just it doesn't. That's yeah. not how that works. Mm-hmm. Because you got to think about bench space, all that. But I'm getting on a tangent here. But that's just after this point, I'm not interested in any of these rookies. Um, But yeah, that's all I had to say about Mr. Pickens. Um, Who do you have at the 112, the last pick in this mock? The 112, uh, maybe a little wild. Um, Jeez, this one's a little rough because I don't. I like it is. It's none tough. of these players seem seem worth a first rounder, but I think I'm gonna go Rashad White. Uh, mm, yeah, I like I, Rashad White. Uh, he he's my RB four. He was my RB four pre draft. I don't I don't know. I mean, probably my RB three. It's weird to say. It's it's really running back wise it, at this spot between him and James Cook. James Cook because of the draft cap and because of the landing spot. But I don't like James Cook as a player like at all. Like I I it's I don't know. It, it, I I think he could succeed in Buffalo, but like. Will he? Is he even good enough to beat out Singletary and Moss? I I don't know. I just think it's another Singletary and another Moss. That's what it. Yeah. That's what Buffalo does. Mm-hmm. They right. take these third round rookies. They. I mean, I think Cook was technically end of second, right? But yeah. Um, it's like they take these day two running backs. Um, and they they just rotate them in. It's not. I don't. I think that people are gonna overrate James Cook by quite a bit um Mm -hmm. and i think he could he could sneak up to um he could sneak further into the first and i would love that as a 201 um 201 owner um Mm -hmm. i hope one of these guys falls to me like uh basically uh sky Moore, uh pickens really just those guys i i really want one of them to fall to me yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, what, do you have do you have anything good to say about James Cook? Because uh, uh, I think he got great draft capital, and if the Bills can unlock him with that draft capital, then he he can maybe be a flex player. That's <laughs> that's really all I got to say about about James oh, Cook. Man. He's got the team investment sort of, um, but that that's a bunch about of it. sort of and maybe yeah. and kinda. Mm-hmm. But with Rashad White, like I, I don't know if you remember a while ago when the the Bucks were linked to Aaron Jones before the Packers signed him to that deal. Um, yeah, I think Rashad White can kind of be like an Aaron Jones type player for them, where he gets used in the receiving game a lot. Um, and because of that, I think he's a great player to have here at the one twelve. Even if like he's, I I'd rather like have a a better player here and then take him in like the two at the two Oh three ish. I'd be trying. He's, he's just the, he's just the player that I think will put up the most points at this spot. Um, yeah, pretty much just, I'd trade. I not even, I'm not trading these picks at, on draft day. Uh, maybe yeah. if a, cause like you're, you're hoping a guy falls that somebody would want would want to trade up for. But I am just, I'm not going to take that chance. I just, I don't like any of these players, and I don't think anybody else does either. Um, yeah. Like, so yeah. I'm, I'm trading, I'm trading these picks pre draft. Um, and that's, that's just, that's how I operate, really. I, I want top six picks 
and that's it. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, Rashad White. I mean, yeah, he's got ideal size. He's old. Er, he's like he's probably gonna be twenty four when the season starts. I think. Um, well, but he's old. a great. <laughs> He's a great receiving back, and and that I think can be definitely used pretty pretty strongly in in an offense like Tampa, um, and that's basically the basis for my pick here. It's really nothing else to say. Like like if he if he is put into that receiving down role, like like that third down receiving back role, I I can see him putting up pretty solid points for fantasy. Um, I mean, yeah. And I don't think he'll be used like a typical running back where he will get like a ton of carries. I think the carries will go to Leonard Fournette and and the targets will go to Rashad White. And it just reminds and me Leonard of Fournette, Ronald Jones. I don't think they'll go exclusively to Rashad White, but yeah. I think that, they just found another Ronald Jones. What's up? I think they just found another Ronald Jones pretty much. In Rashad White? I mean like, like role-wise. I feel like they're just going to use him the same way. Oh like, really? Uh, I I like think ride, they'll use him. I feel in like they're gonna ride way. the hot Ronald hand. Ronald Jones is like Ron, the thing with Ronald Jones is he's a great runner and he can't catch. The thing with Rashad White is he's an okay runner and his specialty is catching. Balls. No, I don't mean I don't mean like no. I, I'm not saying that Rashad White will be like a satellite back or anything. I'm mm-hmm. well, what I'm saying. I'm not saying that he'll be used in the receiving game at all. All I'm saying is that they might just do what they did with Ronald Jones. Uh, and and just ride the hot hand, really. Yeah. Um, and I could see that happening where one game it's Rashad White, another game it's Leonard Fournette. I feel like Leonard Fournette will still have the receiving work because he's a good receiving back, contrary yeah. to popular belief. He he. Right, right. I I think he can catch the ball. Yeah, I think he is as well. It's just with Rashad White in this offense, I think he'll offer some competition to Leonard Fournette for that receiving down work. Um. Like like Rashad White had like something like an eighteen percent dominator in in targets uh, at at where do you go or Arizona State I think and yeah. and that that's incredible for a running back I think that was the highest uh, college dominator rating that a running back had in this in this class yeah. so I I mean yes Leonard Fournette will still have some passing down work but I think he'll have all Rashad of it. White will take a lot of that. A lot of that role, in my opinion, I, I, maybe not a lot, but a, but a, a solid amount. Yeah, I mean, I just I just think it'll be like like I said, Ronald Jones, but with a little bit of receiving work. Yeah, I I don't think he'll run nearly as much as Ronald Jones did, though. I think all the running will go to Fournette. Yeah, I'm not sure. Um, I I think that this is a this is an okay landing spot too i mean i don't know i don't even if he went to a place where he would be the workhorse he wouldn't have landed somewhere where he'd be the workhorse but if he landed in an empty backfield i don't know how much better he would be same i just, I, I, I agree i think he his role is really as that third down running back and that's about it yeah i don't know like i said this draft class like um i mean really in general, I'm not like I keep saying. I'm not super fond of mm-hmm. uh, second round picks and drafting players with them, but especially in this draft. Like, I mean, I said earlier that this draft class is really good for fantasy options, and it is. Mm-hmm. But like at the yeah. top, it is. Um, and I just think that even though there are some decent players left, it's just 
I think that you could get a better player by trading the pick. Right. Right. And yeah. the age is not a big factor for me because I I'll just take the better player. Mm-hmm. I and, think that's fair. Yeah. yeah. I I mean there there will be always those those guys who hit that are drafted in like the second round, third round. I'd just of, rather of not take drafts. the chance. Huh? I'd just rather not take the chance. Right. I think that's fair. Like like dudes that I'm looking at that that could break out is like John Mechie maybe, Brian Rod. No, probably not Brian Robinson. Maybe. I don't. I don't even know. Maybe Pierre Strong and on the pads could could do something. Uh, Damian Pierce went to Houston. Yeah, that could be really good. Uh, David Bell on the Browns, I, I think, could maybe do something. Tolbert on the Cowboys. I'm not gonna lie. Like I, I kind of considered Tolbert for a second here at this spot. I, I really like Jalen Tolbert, even though he he's just a speed guy. Uh, I love Khalil Shakir. Um, you know, yeah, another I mean, guy that I could have taken here, maybe Trey McBride, honestly. Yeah, I'm not a huge fan of the landing spot. Yeah, I mean, they have Zach Ertz, but, like, I don't think Zach Ertz is going to be there forever. He won't be, but and I think I don't know I, if I, I want to take a developmental right away, tight Trey end. Trey McBride is, like, on a similar level receiving-wise as, as Zach Ertz. Yeah. I just think that Zach Ertz already has the trust of Kyler Murray. I think that they clicked immediately. I just think that the the yeah. chemistry is already so good between them, and uh, and, yeah. and Cliff wants to use him. So I think that Ertz will still be the clear um, number one tight end. I don't think Trey McBride is going to challenge that year one. Yeah. Uh, anyway, that's, that's, the, that's the mock Yeah, that, right there. that's it, man. <laughs> that That is the mock. And it got a little bad at the end, honestly. Uh, anything, anything past Olave, I'm really looking to sell the pick. Because yeah, um, there, I mean, even there. though they're good players, even though they're good players, I just rather get the proven player instead. Right, right. That's fair. Uh, I'm just, I've just always been that way. Like, I traded, I traded the 110 and one of my second round picks for DJ Moore, and I also traded a 2023 20 second round pick for him. Um, mm-hmm. And I just think I'd rather take the chance that the guy who's produced three straight 1100 or one or three, yeah, three straight uh, 1100 yard seasons, I'd rather just take the bet on that guy <laughs> rather yeah. than take the bet on one of these other guys. Um, yeah but yeah uh do you have any closing notes on the you know where um where are you again in the draft what pick i'm up? at the 104 and the 108 and then i got like the uh, 205 i think yeah Some, something like that yeah i got 104 yeah. 108 205 305 and 311 so really yeah. 104 108 and, and dark throws yeah um, man i think if if you get Garrett Wilson there or yeah i mean it, it really just good one the 104 is a pick i'd like to stay at <clears throat> but yeah. i'd even consider selling the pick at the 105 and beyond because um i just think that the top 4 there are um they're just they're just pretty sure things honestly um yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean that that's that's it. We're, we're meandering here, but this has been a very productive episode. Um, yeah, the draft has been the, crazy. The or... 
Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. we'll do that. Let's do that. Hell Just yeah. to get it on the record here. Uh, one oh one, uh, Brees Hall. One oh two, Kenneth Walker. One oh three, Garrett Wilson. One oh four, Traylon Burks. One oh five was Drake London. Uh, one oh six was Jamison Williams. One oh seven was Chris Olave. One oh eight was Christian Watson. One oh nine was D- Jahan Dotson. One ten was Sky Moore. And 111 was uh, George Pickens. And then finally, 112 was Rashad White. Um, and, and yeah, that's pretty much, I agree with pretty much all of that. Um, yep. And, I mean, obviously, because I had half the picks. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. but, yeah. but, yeah, I mean, the this the Waterboy podcast is great. Um I don't know when I don't know when the next time you'll be available to record is VV, but I'm thinking I got a lot of ideas here. Um, yeah, but I like I said, um, the team reviews are something I really, really, really want to do. I already got a creatures um, permission to use his team. Uh, I was thinking he could be the Very first cool. guy. Yeah, um, and I think that he is the most interesting team right now if I'm being honest other than my team yeah. obviously um, um but yeah I I think that we're gonna do that episode I'm gonna Ooh, do that do episode like soon yeah yeah team. so uh if you want to be on that episode then uh let me know because I will yeah. I'll be doing that and it's gonna be fun because this is a very cool idea um I saw it on the dynasty rewind channel um and that I think they did, uh, they did, it, they call it the dynasty team audit. And I was thinking that would be a very cool idea for our league just yeah. to do breakdowns of our, like the teams in our league. Mm-hmm. Right, um, right. and yeah. Uh, but other than that, um, I am very, very glad if anybody is still watching, which what the heck are you doing? Um, <laughs> Why are you still here, man? What do you have anything better to do? Um, but you know, thank you very much if you are still watching, and uh, you can you can send us off, VV. Say whatever you want. Uh, not much to say. Have fun with the the drafts. I'm I'm so pumped uh, for all my rookie drafts. I got like like two like one starting in like two days, and then the water boy, of course, starting in a week. Uh, oh yeah very very fun oh shit yeah um guys remember the draft is in eight days our draft is in eight days um and uh i better not have any draft skippers in this league (laughs) i don't think we'll have any but yeah man some of them some of these has been a little 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 concerning uh looking at you keith um but uh all right we're good uh and peace out Thank you.